What are you reading, Alex? Oh, I'm reading the compendium for uh, Spawn. Compendium 1. We have the movie of the year. Tenet. Actually, when I was working overnights, I listened to like the entirety of the Dark Knight's metal storyline as like a, a podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to your mom's favorite place to be. We're your hosts, Edward, Anthony, Noah, and now we have Alex. Dude, we should make a podcast. That being said, it's time to hang 10 with your top entertainment news of the week. About what? Well, it's like something that we all had like in common. Like, what's something that we could all like talk about for a while? We always talk about movies and stuff. Like, movies that just came out. So, Alex, 1 yes. to 10, no decimals. <clears throat> 1 to 10, no decimals for the movie. Uh, solid 9. Find your lack of faith disturbing. Yeah, I'm down, Anthony. We should do like cool. different segments too. Like we should have like a, a game, like an icebreaker, and then maybe, maybe we can read some like movie news or like entertainment news. Dude, what if we do like what if we call ourselves like spam mail? Everyone listening, we have a huge announcement to close out the pod. What if we do the hooligan hangout? If you guys are new to our podcast, make sure to check out our previous season. Welcome to the hooligan hangout. Alright, what's up everybody? Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to whatever time you're listening. This In is case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is the Hooligan Hangout, your mom's favorite place to be. Um, I'm with your co-hosts, Edward and Anthony, and of course I am Noah. And this week we're going to review the Black Phone, the Black Phone but of course, <laughs> first we are going to get right into our news, so who wants to start us off? I would like to start off by thanking you for tuning into sixty nine sixty nine Hooligan FM Radio and four twenty News hashtag Hooligans at Night. No, you can't say that. You can't, you can't even harmonize that song. Well, who's gonna go? Well, now you are, loser. Joe. So, Deadpool 3 is, um, I think y'all already knew this, but it's in development right now. It's already been confirmed and everything, but Hugh Jackman just posted a picture on Instagram with just him looking surprised at his phone, or on Twitter, I mean. And a lot of people are thinking it's because he's going to be coming back to Deadpool as Wolverine. Seems us to me. Be pretty cool. Hugh Jackman posts anything. MC right? fanboys. He's doing the thing. It's finally happening. Ryan Reynolds is the only person I think Hugh Jackman would come back for. But I really do think that, and I agree that Logan was the perfect send off for him. Like he shouldn't come back. I think if he comes back, it's just gonna they're gonna de-age him, and it'll be like another thing, like another uh, cameo thing. Like in Deadpool 2, where they just briefly show him, like, his outline. I'm not going to lie. I haven't even seen Logan, and I need to. Bro, oh, that's such how a have you made it this long? Bro, know. after seeing Logan, you're going to be like, oh, never mind. <laughs> exactly. You're like, you're like, never mind, he shouldn't come back. He can he stay so dead. Good. He so good. He died? Bro, don't tell me that. Well, bro, it's his last movie. What do you expect? Bro, don't tell me that. 
How old is this movie? You cannot tell me I just spoiled it for you. You did. 2016? I don't even know. I'm going to guess. Anyways. Anywho. It's 2017. Me, 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 me. I want to go. I want to go. No dilly dallying. Me, 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 me. Pick me, pick me. Noah? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Edward, would you like to present to the class? My news is that Noah and me are getting married. Proof? Nice. Date. Where's the date? Tomorrow. Oh. And none of you are invited. Not even me. You don't want to see, trust me. <laughs> you, you don't want to see it, trust me, bro. Source me. Source on God, bro. <laughs> For real, though, I wasn't aware of this, but apparently they are making a Hunger Games prequel that follows young President Snow in the 10th annual Hunger Game. It is called The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. And they have just cast Jason Schwartzman to play like the the ancestor of the host that we see in the modern Hunger Games. The one that sits down for the interviews and stuff. So the blue, the, the blue haired guy? What is it gonna be about? Like how it started? Yeah. It's well, it's following the young president, so it's gonna be basically follow how he grew up to like take control of everything, basically. And basically, basically <clears throat> that actually sounds really cool. How he had a dictatorship or something. <laughs> I'm really interested in it. The book has been out for a while. The ballads of songbirds and whatever. Snakes. It's going to be like the ending of um, Squid Games. <laughs> Bro, why everybody say Squid Games? I swear. What are you talking about? I feel it's like everyone, game, says, everyone says Squid Games. I think it's funny. But what do you mean? It's like a bunch of Mexicans saying Guamar. Because it's Squid Game, not Squid Game. Uh, it's Walmart, not Walmart. It's Walmart, not Walmart. Is it really? I'm gonna look it up. My favorite it's... TikTok is whenever they're doing the Scooby Dooby Doo song. <laughs> it's Scooby Dooby Doo. Where are you? It's Tejas, not Texas. It's D's, not nuts. Oh my gosh, it is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> No, but who who who's playing the lead role again? I forgot her name. What? Who's playing Tom the lead Bliss? role? Tom Blythe. Tom Blythe. Mm mm. somebody else. That's literally the main character. It was. You mean the girl from Euphoria? No, I heard about her, but there was somebody else. Uh, Rachel Ziegler. Ziegler? Yes, yes, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. You asked for the lead, so I assume you meant the main, the main I character. Thought, I thought she was the lead because she was the first one I heard was cast. Long time. Oh, Tom Blythe. I, I just told you it's following a young president's snow when you went for a woman. Because because they, everyone was talking about her, I forgot what she who she plays though. The love interest. Is she the love interest? Okay, that makes yes. Sense. That makes more sense. All right, cool. Well. I after the last movies I didn't really care for Hunger Games, but we'll see what happens with this one. I'm down for it. This was my childhood books. 
and movies. Those the books were bomb. The Hunger Games and Percy Jackson, both. Agreed. I like Percy Jackson a lot. I gotta name every book. Your mom. Thought that's what I thought. All right, boys. So the mama thief. (laughs) We got we got another happy ending this week because um. Oh, don't say that. (laughs) Just just. Just reported last night, Johnny Depp is looking to strike a deal with Disney to come back for Jack Sparrow for over $300 million. I saw a contradictory article where his rep completely shut it down and said that wasn't happening. Dang, when was this? Because I saw this everywhere, uh, like, uh, late last night. Uh, I saw this, like, today looking through looking through news, but I didn't save it because I didn't think any of us had seen it because we never sent it in the group chat. What is right. what does that mean? Dang, like what, if you were to do it, is that another movie or three hundred yeah, million? So, it's probably a bunch of movies. Is it like a trilogy? I don't know. Maybe it is just for one movie because Homie did not want to go back to Disney after that. Never mind. Cut this out then. Oh, it's because the New York Post, the New York Post posted about it. That's why, and they're like a big news site. Damn, they got scams. Two hours ago, <laughs> this article was uploaded two hours ago saying that, nah, bro, not happening. All right, well, then cut this out. All right, here's my real news. <laughs> oh, that was a good back and forth conversation. Oh, yeah, that bridge is burnt forever. <laughs> what? Anyways, John Williams says that Indiana Jones 5 might be his last film. He's, uh, I think he just turned 90 years old, I believe. And, uh, man. Bro, he made the music of all of our childhoods. No matter what type of movies you grew up watching, he definitely made the score for it. What a, what an absolute legend. Of course, my favorite being Star Wars, but he also made Jaws. Of course, he made Indiana Jones. Just, you know, some of the board. Let's uh let's pull it up. Uh Indiana Jones, Schindler's List, Jurassic Park, and uh Jaws, Star Wars, Harry Potter, E.T. I forgot he did Home Harry Alone. Potter. And wait, he did what? Harry Potter. Home hmm. Alone. He just composed all those? Yeah. Yeah. Saving Private Ryan. War Horse, the Patriot. War of Worlds. Homie was in like he composed every like major movie of Is he his own all of our childhood? His own what? His own living monopoly. Yeah, bro. I guess homie just just only knows how to make bangers. What can I say? Homie just puts notes to sheet music and you know, that's it. It's over. It's game over. Fun fact, uh John Williams is composing our next short film. Pulled a few strings, you know. Pulled many strings, actually. Pulled all the strings. No, but... um, Unfortunately, he only wrote the score. He wouldn't lend us the orchestra, so it's up to us three to to figure that part out. (laughs) John Williams is an, an inspiration, and I'm so happy that he had a long, fulfilling career. And... That just makes me really want to hope that Indiana Jones 5 is amazing just so he doesn't go out on a shit movie. Because his music is so good. He's such a such a good man. I don't think he's won an Oscar, though. Like, I, Maybe one. 
Why? I feel like he should. Most of the time, most of the time he has been. Oh, he has. He has. Never mind. Not recently, though. Uh, he won a lot, though. He did. He did. Yes, he has won a lot. Interesting. Because I feel like most of the time he, um, for like Star Wars and stuff, he hasn't won. He's won it for other stuff. Maybe the OG trilogy. I don't know. Let us know in the comments because I'm not going to look it up right now. Anyways, is that all the news we got this week, boys? Yes, sir. You done skis? Let's see. Oh, he won a lot, bro. That's what I'm saying. 2014. I won't pull it up. Oh. (laughs) And on that note, it's time for our sponsor. All right, guys, so this week we reviewed The Black Phone, starring, of course, Ethan Hawke and uh, Mesa Thames as uh, Finney Shaw, which is the main character little boy. Was that it? No, they were being loud in the background. Anyways. I forget that I can literally cut out my audio. Here's a synopsis on The Black Phone. Uh, Finney Shaw is a shy but clever 13-year-old boy and held an in a soundproof basement by a sadistic masked killer. When a disconnected phone on the wall starts to ring, he soon discovers that he can hear the voices of the murderer's previous victims, and they are dead set on making sure that what happened to them won't ever happen to Finney. So, uh, this is first going to be our non-spoiler review. We're going to go round table, round how y'all, what y'all think about the movie. Um, we're going to start off with our D's and nuts. With our negatives? Which I... ones? I want to say I, w- I really enjoyed the movie. I thought I love like horror movies and suspense and all those. I've always been a sucker for those type of movies. So this one made me very happy. I thought it was really good. It was overall. This is a, one of the best horror movies I've seen in a really, really long time. So I, I give it a thumbs up. Some of Some of the only cons that I have, though, are I feel like they didn't give us... I'm sorry in advance, Noah. I might be taking yours. But I feel like they didn't give us a very much background of the killer. We don't know his motivations or like. Fun fact. Huh? Fun fact. I uh, looked it up if there was going to be a sequel for this movie because of the way it kind of ended. And they said that they had, like, if they do get a sequel, it, it would give, it would be a prequel about the killer. Okay. So I, would sure, cool. I would sure hope so. Well, actually, I'm, I'm not going to go into that. We can talk about that in spoilers. I actually, yeah, I was going to say, that's actually one of my pros. I like not having background on the killer. I feel like it makes him more menacing. I feel like if we would have felt bad for him, it wouldn't have been as, like, scary. Well, it's yeah. not even feeling bad for him. I just wanted to know, like, why he's doing what he does. I like the mystery in that, though. I like not knowing. Um. But, um there are like two other kind of like nitpicky things. For example, uh, well, that's a spoiler. I guess, never mind. Yeah. Both of them are spoilers. I'll come back to them. But I, I do wish we had more background because um, both of the other cons that I have are also kind of the same concept, just with different characters. Yeah. I didn't really have many cons. It was a great movie, man. 
Couldn't really nitpick my, too much. My only, my only, uh, little nitpicky con, non-spoiler, is that um, at some points I felt the child acting was a little off, but I mean, like they do, I said, but they're kids, real, so I just yeah, let that, it. Slide. That's real, real nitpicky. So that's all I gotta say. So we're gonna start off pros. Remember one pro. One pro. My pro pro is I loved how interconnected the story was like start to finish everything set up stuff that was paid off in the end like every scene was done intentionally and i really really enjoyed that you know that was almost a con for me that was almost but they like kept you on your toes until the end and then kind of in the end is when everything wrapped together me too at at first i thought one of the store connected storylines wasn't going to connect properly or something Oh, yeah, worried, but it did. So, talk about it later. That's why we watch the movie start to finish. That's, That's true. I think I would have given this a different rating if I didn't finish it. Tell me, would have watched half the movie. This, this shit sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, Anthony. Pro. Um, I thought it was. It, it was suspense suspenseful but not in a like a uh you you're getting hunted type of way more of like when is when is this certain action gonna like like the main character he'd be he'd be doing something and be like okay when is when is this next thing gonna happen and it kind of it kind of kept me on my toes it was like suspenseful in that way i was always worried that like while the kid was trying to escape and stuff if the dude would just waddle yeah, the dude in. just walk right in and be like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> Me too. That's like, and it was crazy because like the scene wouldn't be anything scary. It would just be like him, like just trying to escape and you would still yeah. feel all this suspense. And I feel like that's yeah. props that's on exactly the music because the music did a really good job of setting the mood too. Oh yeah. That's a, it's a great um, feeling when you can build suspense in the way that they did. But um What's it called? I think my biggest pro I could give it is Ethan Hawke did a really, really good job, and he didn't even show his face. They kept, they would show his upper face, upper part of his face, or the lower part of his face, and either yes. part they showed he all he had all the facial range. He did for it. a great job with his eyes and his like body posture. It was so it was so creepy, and then even just the way he delivered his lines and talked to to, to Finney, the other the kid Mason Thames. But yeah, that's gonna be. Uh, we got anything else for them? I mean, I would say, just um, there's a couple jump scares if, in case y'all wanted to know that. So, but I think what's funny is I didn't think the jump scares were like they weren't that big, but our like entire theater jumped at them. So I suppose like they weren't like rough jump scares. It just I don't know. I guess everyone was just lulled into like thinking it was going to be like one of those just suspense thrillers with where there's like one jump scare. I was the few ex- that they did, it did like kind of slap everyone in the face. And then everyone was like, what the fuck? Why did we jump at that? I wasn't yeah. expecting any at all. That's me either. So like, what? The one that got me, uh, it's a spoiler. Never mind. Mm. We're still spoiler free. There's a lot of the second one is the one that got me. The first one and the third one didn't get me, but the second one, I was just like, it took so long to like actually happen that I just kind of was like lulled in 
I took the bait and just stared at nothing that it wanted, like jump scares do. He he had a 401 error when he saw it. <laughs> My brain said, all right, would, uh, would y'all recommend it? Yes, oh, sir, in a heart. Anthony? I would. Yes? Yes, I would as well. And um, on that note, uh, make sure that y'all, if y'all are gone, if y'all don't want to hear the spoilers, go see the movie for yourself. And um, stay out of your mouth for it. But make sure you also subscribe if you're watching on YouTube and like and leave a comment anywhere, leave a review anywhere y'all are at for podcast-wise. And make sure to check out our merch in the description of YouTube or um, at merchandisestreamelements.com slash thehooganhangout. And also make sure that y'all follow our socials at underscore the hook and hang out underscore on all platforms so we'll see y'all next week and look out for any youtube videos we put out to keep up the date on your hooligans all right now that that's over with god i hated Fanny. i'm so glad they shot him in the face holy <laughs> dude i can't imagine if they would do that holy crap holy guacamole <laughs> all right did y'all want to start with cons again yeah and we'll get into a different aspects of the movie. Yeah. Anthony, what was your cons? Your little nitpicks? I don't remember. What was I talking about earlier? <laughs> it was like the like you didn't like that they didn't give us a lot of information. Oh. So oh yeah, so kind of the same th- okay, I already said with the killer, I wish we got more background, but also with the sister. I feel like we don't know why she was having those dreams or it's because her mom she got her mom yeah but her mom that was all the explanation oh yeah your mom had powers like i feel like that was enough though i feel like there are certain times where i think if that would have made the movie drag if they would have shown a scene of her mom getting the powers like if they explore explained that part i feel like it would have ruined the pacing of the movie it basically it also inferred that her dad drove her mom off he didn't want to be with her because of it. Maybe. Or, or she probably died. She probably died, to be honest. I don't know. Well, it said that she committed suicide because of the vision she was having. Oh, that's right. That's right, yeah. And then I forgot the other one, too. But I might come back. Well, my only thing was, like I said, the killers, I just wish we knew a little bit more of his motives. At least a little bit. It didn't have to be like a full explanation. I just want to know where he's coming from. No, I didn't mind it. I really, I liked not knowing because not giving him like a clear motivation means you don't know, makes him basically a wild card. Like you never know what he's actually going to do. That's true. Well, I think he's still if you don't, a wild card to a certain extent. Well, I mean, if you don't know what he's, his end goal is, we didn't even know what game he was trying to play with him. Then that just means like, he's like a, rabbit animal basically oh, dude. dude had pedophile behavior written all over him dude for real though I, okay i have another con so the whole the whole thing is like if if you try to escape he's gonna be waiting for you and he's gonna punish you so he's just he's gonna beat you to death right like once you mess up he kills you like he he wants you to break the rules right Dude, he's all he's all in the chair with his shirt off. I was like, bro, what is but this, this guy completely escaped, 
and ran away and almost like yelled for help. The guy brought him back, but didn't kill him. Didn't even hurt him. Like what yeah, the exactly. heck? That, that's not that's that's what I mean. No, they said that the first time that he catches you, he beats you until you pass out, and then you get he just throws you back. And I don't think it's he, a game he, he plays. He, he like tries saying, to see. They kept saying like, um, yeah, uh, the the ghosts were like. He's gonna beat like once you go up there to escape, he'll beat you, and he he won't stop. He's just gonna keep doing it over and over and over, and he won't stop. Mm-hmm. The kid like, literally said he beats you until you black out. And he black like out. That scene you're talking about, he said he beats you. He doesn't stop till you black out. He said that. Yeah. Hmm. So how'd they die then? How'd who die? Because eventually he gets tired of it and he just kills him. I genuinely think that he's like. He takes the kids down there and wants to see how they try to escape, and then he kills them. And he's like, "Hmm, that was interesting. Let's see what this other kid tries to do to escape." He takes pleasure in them thinking they can get out. Yeah, that's how come he didn't bother to like clean the room up. Like clearly, he left carpets and ropes and stuff there. And that's why he let him keep like his little spaceship and didn't take it from him. I feel like he almost like incentivizes them to try to use stuff to escape, just so he can get pleasure about taking them back and then it was really interesting because he even towards the end he like he said something like he knew it was going to be time soon or something like that Mm -hmm. like he knew someone was going to escape eventually but you know he's not letting him try to let them or he'd fail his own game basically yeah it's all a big game to him it's really creepy um my con, I guess, it wasn't really a con, but it just kind of made me laugh, was the intro, where they're, like, flash, like, do, like, the old school intro where they just flash a bunch of random shit on screen with scary music, and it makes it tense. It just reminded me of the Trivial Murder Party Jackbox intro. Oh, my gosh. Where it'll just be, like, pictures of, like, gophers and stuff just chilling. It actually, <laughs> I actually like that. It reminded me of, like, the te- old Texas Chainsaw. I liked it. No, I liked it, but it just kind of made me chuckle because that's what I thought. Like that's what my brain put it, put it aside. You're like, oh shoot, that's murder what party. I compart- <laughs> that's what I compartmentalized it with. Jigsaw was about to pop up on the screen or something. That no. made me chuckle. About to tell you who's boss. All right, now to slide into the pros. Now, this is a movie I can get behind. It had a really great, interesting concept. I can't say original because they borrowed it from a short story. Yeah. Uh, but, like, comparatively to a lot of the other stuff, it was, like, fairly original. It wasn't just, like, a hack and slash paranormal strength. Um, and I, they executed it really, really well. And this was great planning, like, start to finish. There was no, like, plot holes in it and it left you like at the end of wanting more and that's at the end of the day kind of what you want from a movie and even from start to finish too i really love the characters like i love the arc of how finney was a coward but then like he finally you know became a man yeah became a fighter your arm is mint <laughs> and even though you even though you kind of figure finney's gonna escape it, it is very ominous, like the first time he escapes and gets kidnapped and stuff, gets captured. It's very um, non-hopeful. I'm like, bro, 
the very final scene where like everything came together where like the whole he dug ripping the bars off getting meat from the back freezer he gave the meat to the dog that was that was funny you know the way like everything like came together it was beautiful they almost led you to believe that that stuff like wasn't even going to be used because the cops were coming and the brother came down to save him so you were you were like okay well none of this is going to be used he had set that up like before and like we never saw any of that so it was like a surprise which i liked Dude, the, the brother being like this, like hunter for the killer is crazy, right? It's like right under his nose. But he's all snorting. She's snorting cocaine. He's being a little druggy while doing it. Also, do like what you said earlier. Um, one of the things that I loved, like when it comes all together, is that he had the guy had two different houses. That for one, that was like super unexpected, right? Mm-hmm. But two, the girls saw this house in the dreams. It was leading up to it the entire movie. And then they finally get there. And what's his name? He's not even in that house, right? It's just the bodies. So it almost seems like hope is lost. Because in my mind, I was like, what was the point of him fighting everything if the cops are just going to find him? But if he hadn't escaped by himself... The, the cops, cops wouldn't. Would have, they would have given up. Yeah, they never would have found him. So it's it's like crazy. That's why it they, comes full circle. Things it's awesome. That's actually um, that's the one thing I was saying earlier is I didn't think it was gonna come full circle with the girl, like following the girl the whole time. Mm-hmm. It was gonna be. I it was gonna be something real corny, but it actually you know came around. So I like that a lot. Like I thought. I thought the girl for a second was going to be a big like plot convenience in the end. Like, Me too. Something, yeah. something dumb, but it really wasn't. It really improved the story in my opinion with what they found. It made it a lot more crazier, a little twist. But um, I agree. Uh, the biggest thing I liked about the movie um, is about the setting because I really liked that it was in the seventies because it um, there, you, there was like a lot more stakes. Cause it was made it harder to survive because you don't got that much technology. Yeah, I was about to say, it made sense for someone to be able to get away with that much stuff in that time, because modern days, it would it's like borderline impossible. Exactly. It worked out better. But uh, that's all I got for this movie. It was quite an eerie spin on a kidnapping story. Me too. I loved it. I really enjoyed it. All right, boys. Ratings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, Anthony. I, I, I was looking at you because you're staring into my soul like you're about to kill me or something. <laughs> the way you're looking at me. And like, then your oh, phone rings. My phone rings. I'm like, uh, yes. Get out you, now. You said nine, Anthony? Yeah. All right, Edward. I give it a 9.5. See? And I will give it an... Have I given any tens up? Yeah, you have. You give one to... Uh, Actually... Hmm. Yeah, you give it to the Batman. Yeah, I'll use that 9.5. Did you say 8.5, you silly dog, you? 
Mm-hmm. I just didn't really enjoy it as much as like. I mean, obviously, I really enjoyed it, but not like as much as a lot of people. Really? Mm-hmm, that I've talked to. So, like, so like, I really liked it. I just, you know. It's gonna take the prequel to change your mind. Probably, yeah. I don't like feeling left in the dark like that. Even though well, there you it, go. it was their intention. Nine. Nine. I probably should have said the average. Hold on. Yeah, the That's average, average is in like fact a nine. nine. Yeah, it's about a nine. It is a nine. It's not even about. It's like exactly nine. Oh, it is. Yep, exactly. <laughs> That'd be good for the meter, honestly. Yes, solid yeah. nine. Yeah, baby. Woo. Which that says a lot. That that's um like for a horror movie because horror movies nowadays are just not that good. Got that kind of washed the taste out of the Texas Chainsaw remake out of my mouth. It's Y'all, funny. You really hated that, didn't you? Yes, I did. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was cringy. Shit was gore felt, to be gore. Felt like a felt like a spoof. A spoof. You can't Get tell that. me that the characters were laughable. They were laughable. Exactly. They built up characters that shouldn't have been built up the way they were. I like that one actress. What's her name? Which one? Hold on, you can't just say that one actress. (laughs) I like the the main actress of the Texas Chainsaw, the new one. But every one of her movies are kind of cheesy. I I don't remember her other movies. But that is uh that is for another time, boys. So on that note, say hi to everyone for us and make sure to like and subscribe and, and check out our merch link down below. We got new caps for the summer, ladies and gentlemen, and bucket hats. Gucci so, bucket hats. You know. Have a little bit of shade for you. But uh that's about it. Follow us on all our socials at underscore the hoopy thing underscore. And uh please leave your <laughs>